The Greater Yellowstone ecosystem is home to some of the most enigmatic creatures in North America and has captured the imagination of explorers, naturalists, and adventurers for centuries. Spread across three states, Wyoming, Montana, and Idaho, the region encompasses over 22 million acres of protected wilderness, including Yellowstone National Park and the Bridger Teton National Forest. As I and three other students from the University of the Ozarks embarked on our journey into the cold and snowy wilderness with our professors, we were excited by our curiosity for the adventure that was ahead of us. Upon our arrival at the Jackson Hole Airport, we could tell that the greater Yellowstone ecosystem is a land of awe-inspiring natural beauty, quite literally. The first thing we witnessed as we exited the airplane was the expansive beauty of the Grand Teton mountain range. And as we ventured away from the airport and into the wilderness, we took in the majestic beauty of various forms of fauna, from elk and pronghorn to bison and eagles. Life flourishes in Yellowstone, even in the dead of winter. Throughout our adventure, we learn that this land has been shaped by the forces of nature for centuries, from the eruptions of ancient volcanoes to the slow march of glaciers. And I mustn't leave out that humans have also greatly influenced the landscape and its inhabitants. Bears, bison, and wolves, for example, have all nearly been lost here due to human activity. Yet, despite the passage of time and various challenges, Yellowstone continues to thrive for what will hopefully be many generations to come. Aside from gaining insight into the recent evolution of the Greater Yellowstone ecosystem, our goal was to explore the complexities of human-wildlife conflict and better understand how representatives and staff in various positions manage human-wildlife conflict today and historically. I invite you to sit back, relax, and join me as I take you to learn about the interface between humans and wildlife in the Greater Yellowstone Ecosystem. And before we begin, I want to give a big thanks to University of the Ozarks in Clarksville, Arkansas for making all of this possible. Now without further ado, let our journey begin. The history of bears in the Greater Yellowstone Ecosystem is as ancient as the land itself largely influenced by the rhythms of nature and shifts within human civilization. Bears have roamed much of the wilderness for millennia and hold a special significance in the cultural and ecological history of the Greater Yellowstone ecosystem. These creatures are revered by Native American tribes as symbols of strength, wisdom, and resilience, and have long been regarded as guardians of the wild. However, the arrival of European settlers in the 19th century brought profound changes to the landscape and disrupted the balance of ecosystems across the region. As human settlements expanded and industrialization took root, the once vast wilderness began to shrink, fragmenting habitats and disrupting the natural rhythms of life. With the onset of westward expansion and the establishment of towns and cities, human-bear interactions became increasingly common, leading to conflicts and challenges for both humans and bears alike. As settlers encroached upon traditional bear habitats, confrontations became inevitable, resulting in a tragic cycle of violence and misunderstanding. Despite these challenges, 
efforts to manage and conserve bear populations in the greater Yellowstone ecosystem have a long and successful history. From the establishment of Yellowstone National Park in 1872, to the passage of landmark legislation such as the Endangered Species Act of 1973, strides have been made towards supporting the continued health of bear populations and other wildlife species in the greater Yellowstone ecosystem. Throughout the decades, dedicated conservationists and scientists have worked tirelessly to study and understand bear behavior, ecology, and habitat requirements, laying the groundwork for innovative management strategies and conservation plans. From pioneering research on bear biology and population dynamics, to the implementation of comprehensive management plans and reintroduction programs, the efforts to safeguard bears in the greater Yellowstone ecosystem have evolved and adapted to meet the challenges of the modern world. Today, bears occupy a central role in the ecological balance of the greater Yellowstone ecosystem, serving as keystone species that shape and define the landscape in profound and far-reaching ways. This fact alone provides enough inspiration for many bear-centric biologists to continue the work they do to support the Yellowstone bear community. Our first stop in the greater Yellowstone ecosystem led us to a friendly meeting with Ashley Egan, a seasoned wildlife biologist from the Bridger Teton National Forest. She shed light on the delicate balance between human recreation and wildlife conservation in one of America's most cherished wilderness areas. As a wildlife biologist, Ms. Egan has dedicated her career to studying and preserving the diverse life in the Bridger Teton National Forest. The extensive size of the forest ensures sanctuary for creatures large and small, such as grizzly bears and wolverines, which are federally listed species. Yet amidst the breathtaking beauty and untamed wilderness, lies a delicate dance between humans and wildlife, a dance that requires careful stewardship and mindful coexistence. For Ms. Egan, the challenges of balancing human recreation with wildlife conservation are both complex and multifaceted, requiring innovative solutions and collaborative efforts to ensure the long-term sustainability of the national forest ecosystem. One of the key management issues discussed during our meeting was preserving bighorn sheep habitat in the Teton Range, particularly the habitat of one herd of sheep. As human recreational activities such as skiing, hiking, and snowshoeing continue to encroach upon traditional bighorn sheep habitats, the need for proactive conservation measures becomes increasingly urgent. Ms. Egan emphasized the importance of education and awareness in promoting coexistence highlighting the role of signage and educational materials in raising public awareness about respecting wildlife habitats to minimize disturbances. Interestingly, she also deployed GPS trackers on the herd of sheep to determine their range, and she gave GPS trackers to willing outdoorsy people as well to see if they were, in fact, disturbing the sheep. Her findings supported her hypothesis that people were encroaching upon the habitat of a particular herd of bighorn sheep. Her solution was to provide people with the tracking data of the sheep so that they know where to avoid and ask skiers, snowboarders, and snowshoers to carry a GPS once again to confirm if having this information actually helped keep them away from the habitat area. And it did. Unfortunately though, 
We found out later that giving bear tracking data to the public is not as good of an idea due to hunting issues. So this was a unique solution to a unique problem, but it is an interesting idea that can be further explored in other regions with species or populations of concern. In addition to bighorn sheep habitat preservation, Ms. Egan discussed the challenges of managing conflicts between grizzly bears, a threatened species, and humans in Yellowstone National Park. She highlighted the importance of educating people on bear safety, mentioning that the park has been documenting conflicts and trends since the 1980s or 90s, and they've seen a decrease in conflicts since education and outreach have been ramped up. Therefore, at the heart of Ms. Egan's work lies a deep commitment to education and outreach empowering individuals and communities to become self-sufficient and respectful of other animals' wild habitats. Through her passion and dedication, I feel that Ms. Egan embodies the spirit of cooperation and collaboration essential for fostering harmony between humans and wildlife across large ecological systems. As our conversation ended, it became clear that the challenges of balancing human recreation with wildlife conservation are not insurmountable. With vision, determination, and a shared commitment to preserving the natural world, I hope that we can move toward a future where humans and wildlife thrive in harmony. At a later date, we met with a woman named Nicole Stagg, a National Park Service biologist who is knowledgeable on bear management and conservation in Yellowstone National Park. We discussed the intricate world of managing human-wildlife interactions within the confines of a national park and Ms. Stagg's expertise and insights into bear management provided a fascinating glimpse into the history, challenges, and innovative strategies defining stewardship of America's first national park. Our conversation began with a journey through the history of bear management in Yellowstone National Park. From the park's inception in 1872 to today, managing bear populations has been a cornerstone of Yellowstone's conservation story. Ms. Stagg discussed the evolution of bear management practices from the early days of park stewardship to the sophisticated strategies employed in modern times. For example, the most common way to manage conflict in the past was to relocate or even kill problematic bears. But due to the impressive range and strong homing system of bears, relocation was rarely successful and killing bears just decreased the population size and diversity. So today, strategies such as collaring and protecting the bear from people and people from the bear via blocking roads and trails are far more common and more effective strategies. Yet despite the progress made in bear management, challenges do persist. The balance between humans and wildlife in Yellowstone National Park presents many complexities, from the need to protect visitor safety to the preservation of natural habitats. Ms. Stagg described the smaller details of managing human-wildlife interactions, highlighting the importance of education, awareness, and proactive conservation measures in mitigating conflicts and promoting coexistence, which is similar to the strategies Ms. Egan applies. Some of the most important education topics she mentioned include explaining to park visitors how to use adverse conditioning techniques to deter bears from food storage areas or even your person, and the importance of the use of air-proof trash cans and locks to prevent attracting bears via smelly things, like food or even toothpaste, shoes, and dirty clothes. Ultimately, at the forefront of Yellowstone's conservation efforts are innovative strategies and ongoing research initiatives 
to enhance the park's ecological integrity and protect its wildlife. Ms. Stagg shared insights into the research projects and collaborative partnerships that are driving conservation efforts forward. From studying bear behavior and population dynamics, to implementing cutting-edge technologies for monitoring and management. For example, she discussed the purpose of tagging bears for their entire lives to track their movements and provide information on birthing cycles and cub production. Ms. Stagg also explained that much of her job requires that she is out in the park helping people and not animals, emphasizing the importance of rangers being hands-on and present in the park during peak visitation times, such as elk season, to address visitor concerns and ensure safety. As our conversation drew to a close, it became abundantly clear that the journey towards a sustainable future for Yellowstone and its inhabitants requires dedication, perseverance, and a shared commitment to conservation. With individuals like Ms. Stagg and Ms. Egan leading the way, I feel that we can embark on this journey with hope, determination, and a greater appreciation for the natural world. In addition to our meetings with Ms. Stagg and Ms. Egan, I wanted to discuss what we learned about bear ecology and bear behavior and the future of bear conservation in Yellowstone National Park. Grizzly and black bears have distinct ecologies and behaviors, from habitat requirements to feeding behaviors and seasonal movements, but they both play essential roles in shaping the ecological dynamics of the greater Yellowstone region. Grizzly and black bears both rely upon the diverse abundance of natural resources available to them across the landscape, from alpine meadows and dense forests to riparian corridors and sprawling grasslands. Bears traverse many different landscapes in search of sustenance and shelter. Their habitat requirements ultimately reflect the rich array of ecological diversity that defines the region, highlighting the ecosystem's interconnectedness of flora and fauna. Feeding behaviors form the cornerstone of bear ecology, dictating their role as predator and scavenger. Grizzly bears, with their impressive stature and relentless appetites, exhibit a diverse diet that includes everything from succulent berries and tender shoots to nutrient-rich carrion and protein-packed fish. Black bears, renowned for their tree-climbing abilities and omnivorous tendencies, display a similar liking for a varied diet embracing a bounty of fruits, nuts, and insects that are abundant in their habitats. Seasonal shifts also exhibit large effects on bear behavior, marking the transition from the bounty of summer to the harsh scarcity of winter. As the golden hues of autumn highlight the landscape, bears embark on a frenzied quest for sustenance, gorging themselves on as much food as possible in a desperate effort to fuel their bodies for the long winter ahead. Once the chill of winters arrive, bears move to their dens and enter a state of dormancy until the warmth of spring awakens the older males, then the single females, and then the mothers last. All of these behaviors and their ecology make grizzly and black bears keystone species within the greater Yellowstone ecosystem, exerting a profound influence on the ecological dynamics of their surroundings. Through their foraging activities and interactions with other wildlife, bears shape the distribution of plant species, promote seed dispersal, and regulate prey populations, thereby exerting a cascading effect on the entire ecosystem. 
Dr. Sampson actually went into detail on this topic in the previous episode, so check that out if you want to learn more on this and other nuggets of bear wisdom. Within the greater Yellowstone ecosystem, boundaries between civilization and wilderness blur. Human-wildlife interactions emerge as a complex and nuanced phenomenon, shaped by the many factors that underscore the delicate balance between conservation and human livelihoods. The factors contributing to human-wildlife conflicts in this region are as diverse as the landscape itself. Rapid urbanization, encroachment into wildlife habitats, and the proliferation of human infrastructure have eroded the natural boundaries that once marked the domain of wildlife from that of humanity. As human populations expand and activities such as recreational pursuits and residential development encroach further into wildlife habitats, the likelihood of human-wildlife encounters escalates, setting the stage for potential conflicts to unfold. And against this backdrop of increasing human activity, Strategies for preventing conflicts and promoting coexistence have emerged as indispensable tools in the realm of environmental conservation. From implementing proactive measures such as wildlife corridor preservation and habitat restoration, to developing community-based initiatives and fostering greater awareness and understanding of wildlife behavior, a multi-pronged approach is essential to navigating the complex world of human-wildlife interactions. As highlighted by Ms. Egan and Ms. Stagg, educational campaigns and outreach efforts are central to both Forest Service and Park Service management efforts. Bear safety education is an important aspect in the broader conflict resolution framework, equipping individuals with the tools and techniques necessary to mitigate risks and respond effectively to potential encounters with bears. From the importance of proper food storage practices to the deployment of bear deterrents such as bear spray, Education is the most important aspect of responsible wilderness stewardship. Public outreach initiatives complement the educational component of conflict resolution, leveraging diverse platforms and mediums to share critical information, foster community engagement, and promote collective environmental stewardship. Through interactive workshops, interpretive programs, and community forums, many different people can engage in meaningful conversations, share insights, and collaborate on innovative solutions to the challenges posed by human-wildlife interactions. In the greater Yellowstone ecosystem, human-wildlife interactions serve as a reminder of the interconnectedness of all living beings and the importance of building pathways towards coexistence and mutual respect. Emerging threats to bear populations, such as habitat fragmentation and climate change, cast a shadow of uncertainty over the fate of these iconic species. With human activity altering landscapes at an unprecedented pace, the once contiguous habitats that sustained bear populations are increasingly fragmented, disrupting essential migration pathways and reducing access to resources. Climate change further compounds these challenges, reshaping ecosystems, altering habitat suitability, and exacerbating competition for limited resources. With all these growing threats, the importance of proactive conservation measures becomes even more urgent, emphasizing the need for holistic strategies that address the root causes of habitat degradation and that promote landscape connectivity. In conservation, community involvement is important in shaping the direction of conservation efforts, and encouraging a culture of environmental stewardship. 
empowering local communities as stewards of their natural heritage provides a sense of ownership and responsibility, helping grow a shared commitment to conservation and a collective vision of a sustainable future. By working together, communities can serve as catalysts for ecological change, driving conservation action at the grassroots level and supporting a more sustainable future for all. As I conclude the exploration of landscapes and wildlife of the greater Yellowstone ecosystem, I hope you're reminded of the interconnectedness that ties us to the natural world. Throughout this podcast, I've expanded on the various forms of life that thrive within the greater Yellowstone ecosystem, exploring the impacts of grizzly bears and black bears as they roam across the vast expanses of wilderness, and unraveling the fine web of ecological relationships that sustain life in this historic landscape. Further, I examine the historical trajectories of human-wildlife interactions and conservation efforts that have shaped the destiny of the ecosystem, from the early days of settlement and industrialization to the present-day challenges of habitat fragmentation and climate change. The Greater Yellowstone Ecosystem stands as a testament to the power of nature and the spirit of conservation that binds us to the few wild places left on Earth. If you'd like to learn more about anything discussed in the episode, please check out the links in the description box below. And until next time, thanks for listening, and stay bear aware.